0: All right, everybody. Good evening. Guru and Wiz, Fantasy Football Podcast. Week 14 upon us. And uh, wow, uh, last night, Wiz, I-, I was forced to watch that game. You know I hate Thursday night football, but I had Derek Carr and Devontae Adams in a couple of leagues needing a win. Uh, shocking play calling. Shock- shocking on all levels. Uh, I keep saying this, that Josh McDaniels is not an NFL head coach. He is a offensive coordinator. Uh Ridiculous mistakes all over the place, bad interceptions. Uh, that's one ugly loss, and uh, you know what? Kudos to Baker Mayfield um, for in a very short period of time, especially that last drive—pretty, pretty amazing stuff. But a, a really horrendous loss for the Las Vegas Raiders last night.
1: Yeah, it was almost—it was almost comical what took place for them to lose that game. I mean, the Rams were punting them the ball with like 12 minutes to go in the game, down 16 to three um and on fourth and 3 for some reason uh Ferrell went uh Ferrell went offsides and then they scored a touchdown on that drive uh and then when the Raiders were looking to close it out Tillery just decided after <laughs> Crosby had a sack on Baker to just you know knock the ball out of his hands for some reason and uh I don't know you you'd have to think without those plays uh the game would have been over but the Raiders are infamous for making those bonehead plays and Derek Carr's interception when he had at worst three points, uh, right before halftime when he saw the Rams couldn't move the ball was another idiotic play. But, uh,
0: that's what the Raiders are, idiotic. Yeah, they, 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 I will tell you what. If I'm and I think the owner was at the game last night, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm sitting there, I am sick to my stomach. Like I said, I, I've talked a lot about Josh McDaniel this year. I don't think he's a good NFL head coach. Uh, you've talked about Carr, and Carr looks like you know he may be looking for a new home after this. Next year, uh, I don't know. I mean, can Aaron Rodgers and, and Devontae Adams uh, be reunited? Uh, I wouldn't rule that one out. There's there's a lot to be determined there. Uh, I, by the way, was I thought terrible officiating all during that game? There was a number of holding calls that were not called. Max Crosby was getting latched onto left, right, and center, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I hate Thursday night football. I really think the NFL needs to do a complete overhaul of this entire thing uh, where you have the first couple of weeks in the season with those doubleheaders on Mondays. You allow teams to come into these week Thursday night games off of a bye. That's the only way they should play it. You, on Monday night, you make Amazon have one of the games and, and ESPN deliver the other one. One a West Coast game, one an East Coast game, but Thursday Night Football needs to stop. I know I'm ranting on this all year long, but uh, that's just uh, my very strong opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I hear you on that, but you have to understand when big money's at stake and the NFLPA PA uh, agreed to this, the NFL signed that monster deal for Thursday Night Football with Amazon, so... I don't know, until, until there's a new bargaining agreement, uh, I think we are in for the long haul for Thursday Night Football. Yeah, it's sure.
0: not, and I'm saying, I don't mind it, but just allow the first couple of seasons to, oh, sorry, first couple of weeks of the season to move on, and then you have the ability to allow teams to come into this Thursday Night game under normal rest conditions. It's just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how anybody doesn't say it. I don't know. It's it's the elephant in the room to me. I, I, I think it's really ridiculous that Roger Goodell hasn't actually addressed this, public, uh, addressed this publicly. Uh, but it is what it is. But anyway, this is a discussion for another day. Uh, we're on to week 14. Um, uh, we discussed this already in our previous podcast. Six teams off this week. A lot of key rival games this week, Wiz, right? you got the Steelers and the Ravens. The Browns and Cincinnati Bengals. You got the turnpike game with the Giants playing the Eagles. So a, a lot of rival games, um, a lot of divisional contests. So let's get to it. DraftKings, I, I'm going to kick us off at quarterback whiz. Um, you know, I, I think this is a place where you actually look for value. And I basically look for value in in. in, in in what I think is going to be the highest-scoring game of the week in perfect conditions in Detroit, in, in at Ford Field, in that dome. Uh, Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff going against one another. Jared Goff's stats at home are in, pretty impeccable compared to his road stats. Uh, Kirk Cousins has fared quite well against the Lions. I think this will be a high-scoring ball game. That's where you want your va- value, $6,100 for Cousins, $5,600 for Goff. I'm staying away from those top-tier names. I'm also probably going to stay away from a player like uh, Dak Prescott this week. I just think that's just kind of a lopsided game um, where running becomes a part of it. I could even see Malik Davis being a, being a good uh, streaming play because he'll be in that game in the fourth quarter. Uh, so that's the way I see it. Staying away from guys like Mahomes and Allen. Uh, Allen has not been right for a number of weeks now, is going against a, a very decent uh, a Jet secondary. So I'm staying away from those top guys. Uh, and and I'm looking at that uh, Minnesota Detroit game was.
1: Yeah, I'm seeing. I'm going to see all the top guys as well. I mean, for the, you know, for all for specific reasons. Josh Allen uh, has not really been able to connect on the deep ball. The Jets are good uh, defensively. Weather. Mahomes um, is coming in, in his game against Denver. They've they've typically played Kansas City pretty tough in some of these games defensively. Jalen Hurts as well. The Giants may have a knack of mucking up these games. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm gonna fade. I'm gonna fade those three, and I'm gonna just fade the Sean Watson as well at the price 6400. Agree with you on golf. If I'm gonna pay up for a quarterback, it's gonna be Justin Herbert in a game where it may score you know, take 40 points to win with Mike. Williams coming back. So if I'm going to pay for a quarterback. It's going to be Herbert at seventy two. Agree with you on golf at fifty six hundred.
0: All right. Let's uh, let's get to running back, Wiz. Uh, and there's some injuries that we definitely have to worry about. Uh what are you seeing at this position this week, Wiz?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for some salary relief on this one as well. Um, if I take Um, Herbert, especially at 7,200. I I really like Jeff Wilson. I think the price is right on him at 5,500. And I want to play Devontae Foreman at 5,400 in a game where Seattle, I think, just can't stop the run and there's going to be a lot of ground and pound. So I want to get some salary relief. I'm going to go with Jeff Wilson and Foreman. And I want to fade at 6,000, Pierce, for several different reasons, rookie wall, Burkhead is back and game script is probably not going to lend itself to a lot of second half carries. So Wilson and and Foreman, and I want to fade Pierce.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on Pierce. Um, I think that's a rough one. Uh, I'm actually going to stay away from Christian McCaffrey this week, uh, at the price point. It's a, it's a big number, um, you know, going against Tampa Bay Buccaneers who do play the run pretty well. Um, but 8,500 is a little bit too steep for me. So that's a player that I'm definitely staying away from this week. Um, At the top, Wiz, I do love Nick Chubb this week at 7,800, and he's done extremely well against the Bengals uh, in a game where I think the Bengals, the Browns are going to want to play keep away uh, from the Bengals. I I think Nick Chubb's going to have a very big week. So that's the one guy that I would be paying up for. I, I like salary relief at this position as well, Wiz. DeAndre Swift looked like a very different player this past week, so 5,800, I I like the value there. Um, If Devonta Foreman looks like he's going to play, he looks healthy, 5,400 against a Seattle team that doesn't perform necessarily well. I know they're on the road, but they're not terrific against the run. I I like Latavius Murray this week at 5,200, Wiz. I I think he'll be very involved, um, and I think they're going to want to play keep away a bit because, you know, the options with Cortland Sutton out of this game, Jerry Judy banged up. I don't know. I just have a feeling that you know, Murray's going to touch the ball probably 20 to 25 times in this particular game.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, I like you know everything you said at running back with the exception of Murray – I just have a feeling Boone is going to be involved more in the offense okay. this week, mm-hmm. second game back off the layoff. I think they're going to want to get him involved. I think he's, you know, kind of uh, as good as Murray, if not even a little bit better and could do different things. So I, I that that's the one player that you mentioned that I kind of take the wait and see and approach just because I, I have a feeling that if they're in a situation where they're coming from behind, which could very well be the case, and they're trailing in the second half. You may see a little bit more of Boone. So those are my thoughts on that.
0: All right, so uh, I'm I'm going to fade. Uh, I'm going to go to wide receiver, and, uh, and I'm fading uh, Stephen Diggs. I just uh, you're going to have Sauce Gardner on the player. Like I said, uh, it's not been 100 for for the, the the Bills offense just overall. Uh, so I'm fading Stephen Diggs up top. Uh, I'm also fading, uh, you know, and it's very clear what's going on in, in, in Tampa Bay. Uh, I know they had a, that miraculous comeback win the other night, uh, but Mike Evans is kind of being phased out, and I think part of the reason why Evans is being phased out is just he's running those down-the-field routes, and bottom line is that uh, Tom Brady cannot get protected with an offensive line that is banged up, and now he's coming in against the San Francisco 49ers. So... Mike Evans not going to benefit from that um and Chris Godwin is going to be benefiting from that so i look at that from from the different perspectives uh, i i like godwin actually at 6700 but i'm fading mike evans uh who is currently listed at 6400 i just you know it's just I, i've just seen enough of it at this point in time uh that it just Week after week, and the other guy I'm going to fade, believe it or not, because it's had a tendency to happen. This has been the pattern all year. Whenever AJ AJ Brown has a big game, usually the next week it's followed up by a stinker. He had that monster game against his former team, the Titans. Uh, you know, the Giants, I think, are one of these teams where, they, they, like you said, they can play these ugly games. So A.J. Brown is a player that I'm going to fade. Uh, as far as guys I love, like I said, I mentioned I mentioned Godwin. This is a Christian Kirk week again, Wiz, 6,600. I mean, he's just had some monster, monster weeks this year. I like uh, Tyler Lockett at 6,300 as well. Uh, and then moving lower down, uh, especially if there's no... Uh, Deontay Johnson, I think Pickens at 5,000 looks like an interesting one against the Raven secondary. And I remember Pickens complained a lot about getting the football. He didn't get it a lot. So at 5,000, Pickens could be an interesting play this week, Wiz.
1: Yeah, and we're doing the fade on, on uh, Diggs. The Buffalo situation. I'm going to say Gabriel Davis right with him, who still salaries at $5,300. I feel Gabriel Davis is the most overrated wide receiver in the entire NFL, who's like everyone was so fired up on him based on that AFC championship game. And That's how he's his boy. I just feel he's just an overrated player. I mean, he. He, he, he makes big plays on breakdown plays, and if Josh Allen's having trouble throwing those type of bad passes and getting the ball deep, I just feel he drops a lot of passes, runs the wrong routes a lot of times, and puts himself in, in, puts himself in bad situations. So I just want to fade both the Bills receivers, Gabriel Davis as well, with 5,300. I'm with you on Christian Kirk. Uh, I like Adam Thielen. This week, to kind of have a a game where you may catch seven or eight passes. The first go around, it seems the Lions did everything. They put Slay on Jefferson and a safety over the top. You may see a similar effort. So I want to play feeling if he could catch a touchdown and maybe catch seven or eight passes, it could be great value at 4,900. I think DJ Shark in that same game at 4,300 is very, very um, valuable. I think you get a lot of salary relief. Uh, I think it will be highly owned because of the price, but that salary leaf in a wide-open game until Jameson Williams is back full strength, and that may not be until next year, he, he just gets a lot of targets. So I want to play DJ Shark as well at
0: $4,300. right, very good. All right, on to tight end, Wiz, where, where to me it looks like this is where there's a lot of value this week.
1: There really is there's a there's a lot of value. The one tight end that I'm okay paying up for and he's not even that high is TJ Hawkinson at 5100 because <clears throat> I just think he's going to get a lot of opportunities. He's going to be fired up to play the Lions. They're going to want to get him the ball. So I I like him at 5100. Uh I think Bellinger at 3300 is 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 great value as well and Chig Quan at $2700 um I think is just tremendous value in a game which, you know, Burks is out. So I got to play Chico Kwanwu in this game at 2,700. And, uh, and, uh, as far as the fades go, I don't really have any fades because I think the guy's at a high price going to do something. So instead of really having a strong fade, I just want to get value and. uh, and and look for uh, tight ends at lower
0: prices. Yeah, the guy keeps falling for me, Wiz, and, and it's starting to reflect in his salary every week. And you may see him doing a lot more blocking again this week, especially the rookie going up against a decent defense. George Kittle keeps falling, just kind of the way they're being, yeah. the way they're using him. So a tough player to trust. Uh, I am I'm slightly concerned about Andrews but but last year when Huntley and Andrews played together uh, 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 they managed to have a couple of big games together but this is a tough ball game you you all, we always know what the steeler uh Ravens games look like they are kind of you know big big time fist fights uh I expect that game to be kind of a similar type uh, pace of play uh, this particular week. I agree with you on on on, on Bellinger at thirty three hundred. I agree with you on Konwu. Uh That's where you can get tremendous value. I actually love Greg Dulcich this week uh, at thirty four hundred. I think that price is completely ridiculous. He's basically playing wide receiver for this team, uh, and you know they're going to be playing from behind. So uh, th- those are, those are the players that I like, with.
1: Alrighty, uh break the slate. Uh so I have two break the slate guys and uh one is a player that well both players have been mentioned, but I, I wanna sprinkle in some Malik Davis this week for the Cowboys at forty two hundred. Um It could be a game that in the second half, he gets himself a lot of carries, and he's proven when he gets some playing time, he can do some things with the ball. And, uh, you know, not next week, but the week after, the Cowboys have the Eagles. So if they have an opportunity to give and Pollard some time off in this game, they will definitely do that. And I think maybe you'll see a little bit more of Malik Davis at 4,200. And, again, at 2,700, my other break-this-way guy is Chig Okwanwu at, um, at that price, who I think is going to be very, very, very heavily involved in that game.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to go, I don't disagree with either of those, uh, but I'm going to go with the fact that Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks will not be playing for the Houston Texans. This is going to be a, probably a route. Uh, obviously, the Cowboys are favored by 17 points now. Chris Moore, 3,400, he, he's had a couple of really good weeks. That's that's the receiver that I like. And uh, I, I know it's not easy to pick a Texan. Davis Mills is going to start again. Uh, but he's the guy that I think could benefit with the other two guys being out.
1: All righty. Good enough. Let's get on to the games. Uh, are there any games, unders or overs or sides that you absolutely love this week?
0: Yeah, I, I so I, I pointed at this Minnesota uh, Detroit game, fifty-one and a half. The over/under. I, I'm taking the over in, in this particular ball game. I don't think the New England Patriots deserve to be favored against anybody right now. They're coming into this game banged up. Matt Patricia is a complete dunderhead as an offensive coordinator. I, I like the Cardinals uh, getting two points in that particular game. I also like I, I also like the Seattle Seahawks laying four points against Carolina, and I think San Fran is going to do. Uh, do a number on Tom Brady. I think it's going to be very difficult for the, for the offense to move the football. I'm not sure what's going on f- with Fournette. I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers laying three and a half points against Tampa Bay, Wiz.
1: All right. Uh, I think maybe for the first time this year, um, uh, we have opposites. Uh, I like the Panthers in this game against the Seahawks. Yeah, oh, interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the Seahawks, are, you know, have just been able, have not been able to stop the run. And I think Carolina's Defense. We've talked about this a lot. I think they have a playoff-type defense, and I think they're going to do some ground and pound, and I think they're going to, you know, exploit the areas where Seahawks are susceptible. So the line is down to three and a half. It's a strange line as well. So I, I want the Panthers plus three and a half. I got a crazy stat for you. Eight times in the history of the NFL going into week 14, there's been a team with an 800 win percentage, Minnesota Vikings, playing a team with a sub-500 record, Detroit Lions, and eight times the sub-500 team was the favorite, and eight times the sub-500 team has won. So following that train of thought and that track record, I'm going to go with the Lions and I'm going to leave the two. I'm going to take the Ravens. Plus the two. And my other one is I'm going to take the Browns plus five and a half. While Joe Burrow is undefeated against Patrick Mahomes, he has not beaten the the Browns at all. He's on a you know, in the times against the Browns, he's lost every time. So I want to play the Browns plus five and a half as well.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. That that line's moved, uh, by the way, uh, in that direction. That started as a six and a half point spread.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I, I think I really like the Browns in the game. So those going to be my plays. Ravens, Browns, Panthers, and Detroit Lions. And I have one um, player prop that I absolutely love. Um, I, you know, I, I was considering several of them, but I, there's just one that I just absolutely love. So I'm going to do this like Jeopardy. I'm going to give the answer first, and then I'm going to give the question afterwards. Here's the answer first. Eight for 73, 11 for 115, 10 for 136, 6 for 89, and 8 for 85. That's the answer. The question is what are the five stat lines for Mark Andrews with Tyler Huntley as quarterback last year? Yeah, yeah. So, with that being said, I'm going to double dip on receptions and yardage. Mark Andrews, who just seems to play better and have better numbers, believe it or not, with Tyler Huntley. So, I'm loving Mark Andrews as my player prop, player of the
0: week. All right, very good. Uh, I have three. Uh, I I mentioned the player, Nick Chubb, uh, over 76 yards. He averages over 100 yards a game versus the Cincinnati Bengals. So I am taking the over on Nick Chubb. Uh, I mentioned DeAndre Swift, but total yardage for DeAndre Swift, 63 He looked like a much healthier player. I'm taking the over at DeAndre Swift, 63 and I just think, Wiz, at this point in time, uh, you know, we're looking at a situation where uh, Jalen Hurts is just doing what he wants to do on the football field. I think that over 47 and a half rushing yards in this particular game against the Giants, I'm going to take the over uh, for Jalen Hurts, over 47 and a half. They're just running him a ton, and uh, I think he's not going to have a problem exceeding that level.
1: You know, it's funny. When you started mentioning quarterbacks and rushing yards, I thought you were going to go with the opposing quarterback because uh, I think Daniel Jones has had some pretty big games against the Eagles uh, rushing the ball. I'm not 100% sure I didn't uh, research that one. But uh, interesting, Jalen Hurts and – He's always in a position between scrambles and design runs to uh, to get that over for you. Uh, so, uh,
0: by the way, Wiz, you you mentioned the over under. You mentioned rushing yards for Deshaun Watson this week, and I I think I took a peek. I think it was twenty five and a half. Have you have you thought about that again?
1: Yeah, no, I'm going to play that one. When I looked, it wasn't up yet, uh, but uh, I, I think um, I think uh, I, I'm definitely going to play that one as well because I, I think. Uh, with his second game back, he is going to really, uh, I think, try and use his legs and get yards uh, rushing the ball. And he has a pretty strong pass rush. So with that being said, uh, I think he'll get some opportunities in that game. So it could be a, a couple of good uh, rushing days for a few quarterbacks in the NFL on Sunday.
0: All right. Very good, Wiz. So uh, that's it. That's a wrap for uh, week number 14 preview. Kind of hard to believe we're here. Last week of the regular season for most leagues. I uh, wish everybody well. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, SoundCloud, and Spotify. I uh, wish I uh, wish uh, you uh, Wiz. I will wish you a lot of good luck uh, as you head into your final game of the seasons uh, in all your leagues, and uh, hopefully you do well on your bets as well. All right,
1: you can do the same.